This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So, so tonight? Oh, it is, is tonight. It, today? it is tonight, actually. Yeah. Tonight or today. And we're and we have to state up front, we're actually not joined by one Dr. Ryan Bentley because he's no. busy. We'll catch him later. And we'll catch him later, and catch, that's fine. Catch him by the leg. Which is actually better, because then we can throw a curveball at him later, and he's not that's here right. to contain we'll us. We'll ask him a post-question that he didn't answer the first time. Right? Or maybe we'll come up with an intestristing topic. Intestristing topics. <laughs> like? Frankenfoods. Frankenfoods. What are right. those? Um, well, it depends on who you ask. So I ask Google, of course, because yes, that's Google what I do. Yes, because Google knows everything. And it's so funny, right? Do we have right? to pay them for saying Google? No, okay, probably good. not. Just I mean, checking. Google, never know. Google owns everything. Yeah. They probably want us to say Google. <laughs> they probably do. Frankenfood Google. Actually, if you do that, you'll find some interesting content, as did I find some interesting content yes. in preparing for this podcast. And so we were going to talk about Frankenfoods as it pertains to things like mm, soda pop junk and food. diet sodas junk. and eating it. It's all junk. Um, at fast casual restaurants, no names to be delivered in this podcast. Good point. Um, and also shopping in the middle of the grocery store. Yes. Which many people do. I learned not to. It's hard, but I learned not to. So we're going to talk about those things. And then I started doing research on frankenfoods and learned that the origin of that term is actually refers to GMO or genetically modified organisms. Which is not what we're talking which about. Is not what we're not talking about. Not in this about. show, but tune in later. But later, yes. We'll do it. Because that we have that in our outline right. for another podcast series. Yes. So... We're going to call it Frankenfoods. Junk food. Franken-junk. Right. <laughs> Franken-junkin food? Is that like a turducken? That could work. It could. I can't do the turducken. So why? Why is this an important topic? Because it's most of our food. I, I, it, here's what's embarrassing is you can sit down and actually talk to somebody that may not eat anything but Frankenfoods all day long. Period. Nothing. I'm not sure I've met one of those. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure I've met one of those. Well, it starts with certain coffee-type places. It could be. Hey, Or hey. they could stop at other <laughs> things that have yellow in it. They could stop at all kinds of places, and you don't know what's, what's in, in your, your food. food. But what's in your food? It's a bunch of junk. True. Think about it. True. How do they get to store it, keep it that long? I mean, you're eating junk. And the problem with it is you could be doing that for your snacks. You could be doing that at lunch. And many times you're doing it for dinner on the way home. Junk food, all day long, causing problems and health conditions. And that's actually one of the things that we want Dr. Ryan Bentley, who isn't here with nope. us today, but is happily going to answer any question that we come up with, is what sorts of health conditions are we seeing in our society as a result of frankenfoods or junk food or let's call it anything that's sort of not whole foods, anything that you don't know the source of where that food came from or what is in that product. So do you remember there was some kind of a movie, whatever, the guy eats yes. um, only at a yellow yellow uh, place. Uh, <clears throat> can we say that word? Yeah. Only in the positive hey, sense a, of junk a, food. It was a Anyhow. movie. But it, it was it was a movie. We can we can talk about that. But you watched his belly and you watched you looked at his labs and you did all those types of things. And of course, there's also then some joker that that uh, individual that is you know six foot tall, weighs ninety six pounds, and notices that you know he loses weight on it thirty days later. I don't think so. But you know the point of it is it's not just weight gain. It's what it's doing to your cells and what it's doing to the rest of your body. Because if the bottom line is we're supposed to eat meat, vegetables lean foods and healthy grains and healthy oils, but that's not what we're reading now. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't even know. I wish we had something to read because you really don't, you can't even, you could, Google, Google will probably have some of these ingredients and it's kind of like, 
where did that come from? What does it do? And why is it in my food? I actually did Google it. Did you? Because we've mentioned that I like to Google things. Yeah. I'm a self-diagnoser, let's be totally. honest. And I did find a very interesting article. Um, I'm going to only read a little bit of it because it kind of grossed me out. But um, it was somebody who was suggesting that perhaps he raised money to sell high fructose corn syrup just straight <laughs> in containers. Because right. really that actually is just what drink we're it. eating yep. by, Most the, time. by the ton every year as Americans, which mm-hmm. I find that a little hard to believe. And then I started reading labels, and then I realized that it is actually in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And, and it, it doesn't matter if you look at that or wheat or corn or other things, and you don't think much bad about it except for wheat and corn and things like that aren't that good anymore in comparison to what they used to be mm-hmm. just because how they're manufactured GMOs, and we'll talk about that later. But I know Dr. Bentley's going to have a free-for-all of, okay, where's diseases seem to come from? Guess what? Take smoking out, take 5% genes out, and you've got about 50 to 60% of everything because of what you're putting in your mouth. Okay? So I have patients say, oh, I have a oatmeal every morning. I said, Really? What's in the oatmeal? So it was this little packet. I tear it open. I throw it in there, and it's got all this junk in it. Right. I say, well, that's not much of a and – and, and then what's the number one uh, breakfast food of kids? Cereal. No. no. Oh. Pop-Tarts. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we really need Pop-Tart ingredients. <laughs> we do. Yeah, but – how does that give your kid a this. chance? I'm I mean, go to the store after this. Rich white flour, a bunch of sugar, a bunch of high fructose syrup, and then all the preservatives in. That's what we're going to give our kid. He's supposed to be able to study. Doesn't seem fair. I love it. Well, so basically, what we've done is given Dr. Ryan Bentley a carte blanche gut check mm-hmm. on Frankenfoods. And they're everywhere. And they're everywhere. It's hard to actually not eat a Frankenfood. Yes. Isn't Actually, it? yes. Yeah, think about it. Okay, you get up all day, all the listeners, you just think about it. To Yesterday, look at your day and, and, and tell me if you didn't have a Frankenfood somewhere. Right. Because you probably did. Yeah. I've had people, when I've examined and done consults and said, you can't do this, this, and this. I actually had a 285-pound, six-foot-four man. When I told him you can't have cheese because the cheese you like is so filled with junk, it's not even cheese, and it has all these things that you're allergic to, including the dyes. And he literally, his wife looks at me and says, you need to excuse us for a minute. I said, what do you mean? He says, you, you probably should step out. I said, okay, I thought one less time. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Yeah, yeah. No. I step out, and all of a sudden, he's on the floor banging with his feet and his fists, and, and he's screaming. And then she comes out, and she says, oh, you can come in now. <laughs> he just had to get that out of his system. Oh, my gosh. He was miserable because she couldn't have cheese from a place that has Bella at the end of it. I mean, it was really awful. It was really that bad. But many cheeses are more synthetic than they are real cheeses, even if it melts really well for your cheese toasties. If you told me I couldn't eat chocolate chip cookies, I might feel the same way. Depends on the chocolate. (laughs) Depends on the wheat. 80% dark chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then you have to put the cookie around it. You've got to grow your own wheat because you don't know what you're getting (laughs) in that stuff. So let's turn it over to Dr. Bentley to gut check us. On our first question, which is that we have now heard the term frankenfoods. We sort of defined it as only I can using the internet. And we want to know what sort of foods fit into the frankenfoods category and maybe what foods don't fit into that category. I think they all fit if there's uh, high fructose corn syrup and uh, GMO-based food. Okay, sorry. That's his job. Well, Frankenfoods is a term that I dubbed, oh, years ago, 
when basically I was looking at all these foods that people were consuming, and I don't really consider them food because if they're made in a factory and you have a list of ingredients and you can't pronounce half the names, you might want to reconsider putting that into your body because the reality is is that these frankenfoods are man-made foods that are crafted in a factory that can sit on the shelf sometimes for six plus years without breaking down. If it doesn't break down, you've got to understand that it's not natural. You know, it's got chemicals in there. Now, while some people may think those chemicals, if it preserves the food, it might preserve them. I really don't think so. I, I can't imagine that you would agree with that. Um, the reality is, is that these foods with these chemicals, they have to come into your body. And when they come into your body, they're not replenishing your body with any nutrients. Yes, they're calorie rich, high in calories, but they're nutrient deficient foods. So high calorie foods that are nutrient deficient. So while you're getting a calorie, which is in form of energy, but the reality is that these calories don't necessarily equate to health because it's the type of calories that you're getting into your body. And if you're eating these frankenfoods that are laden with all these chemicals and you're not adding nutrients back into your body, eventually it starts to cause microscopic breakdown at the level of the cell. Over time, your body has to uh, process these chemicals out of the liver, out through your kidneys. That takes nutrients and it takes energy, but it's really not adding any nutrients back. So you're creating a deficiency, if you will, microscopically at a cellular level. And over time, you slowly deplete your body and you're not replenishing it with the nutrients that your body needs. So again, in essence, frankenfoods are foods that are high in calorie, but deficient in nutrients. And it's that overall nutrients that we need in order for our cells to thrive. Because in reality, our body was made to run off of water, carbohydrates, protein, fats, vitamins, and minerals. That's how our body is designed to run. It's much like your car. You're not going to put Coca-Cola Classic in your gas tank to make your car run, are you? Absolutely not, right? That's just ludicrous. What you're going to do is you're going to put in what it was designed to have, which is gasoline, so in our bodies, we're made the runoff of vitamins, minerals, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and water, then you're going to get a lot of that, or you should, in order for your body to function optimally. Okay, so for most people, the question is, if I'm going to choose to eat these frankenfoods, uh, what type of conditions can I look for? Or if I have a condition, could it be related to the frankenfoods? Yeah, right. I think like Dr. Bentley would like that. It could run on forever and ever. We could it have could. a we could have sixty series of them. But I think that is well, because you use the word research. research. Oh, so he there loves we go. Research. Let's see what he has to say. All right. Well, that's a great question. As I alluded to, these nutrient deficient foods, um, but high in calorie. Well, they increase the level of inflammation in your body because these excess calories that you're ingesting get deposited into fat in your body, and also toxins. Ninety four percent of toxins are fat soluble. So if your liver gets bogged down because all these frankenfoods that you're eating that have all these chemicals, the liver can't process things properly. Um, it's one of the reasons that people or research alludes to that you can get non-alcoholic steatosis, which is basically a fatty liver, uh, but not due to alcohol ingestion. But the liver is having a hard time processing all this and fat starts to deposit in between the cells inside the liver and it creates essentially a fatty liver. But beyond that, that fat also gets added to around your waist, so to speak, adipose tissue. This adipose tissue releases chemicals that create more inflammation in your body and also increase hormones because fat cells has what's called aromatase. And aromatase is an enzyme that converts testosterone towards estrogen. And so someone could become estrogen dominant, create hormonal imbalances. I mean, the list goes on for what can happen just by eating some frankenfoods. But 
again, if you're not eating fruits and vegetables, lean meats, proteins, nuts, and seeds, and you're eating all these prepackaged foods that are, can sit on shelves forever, then what that's going to do is it is going to increase your risk of heart disease. It's going to increase your risk of cancer because you don't have the nutrients for your cells to repair and for them to function properly. So we're going to talk about specific categories of frankenfoods later, like mm, sodas and dining at fast casual restaurants and things like that, things that we never... <clears throat> ever do. Um, right. Uh, but right now, because I'm never casual. <laughs> oh, yes, you are all the time. But anyway, the interesting topic of the day is sugar highs. That is interesting <laughs> that, that you would ask me that question with regard to sugar highs. So are sugar highs a real thing? So if you look at the basics of cellular physiology is that our body makes ATP, which is our body's currency of fuel. So just like gasoline for the car. If you change the octane in the car and get like, uh, you know, 104 octane versus 87, it's going to fire off a lot better. It's going to have more combustion. It's going to get more power. In the same way that when we get these high spikes of refined sugars, our cells look at that and go, holy crap, and it gets all this sugar inside the cell and the body's like oh and all the machinery starts working and it starts making pumping out all this atp and then it gets you really excited and it gets you a lot of energy and it gets people bouncing off the wall so to speak specifically children however there is a downfall of that that you actually have a crash because when your blood sugar spikes your body will increase insulin insulin pulls that sugar inside the cells well now you pulled all that sugar inside the cells because your insulin overcompensated and guess what now you're hypoglycemic, you don't have enough blood in this bloodstream, and now you start to get headaches and you start to crash, which is why people want to go to sleep after Thanksgiving. So the question for Ryan is, why do frankenfoods cause these health issues? So we just talked about a bunch of health issues. You why know what you're them? asking. You're asking Dr. Bentley to talk about the details <laughs> of a disease and a frankenfood that induced it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Oh We're going to be here all night. We're going to be all night. All night. Just <laughs> awesome. take a nighter. Right. Hey, if you've been listening, you're listening to this podcast, just let it run because you'll be able to hear us in the morning when we're still running on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a good question. It is. Well, as it described, you know, these frankenfoods lead to nutrient deficiencies at an anatomic level. And over time, the body can no longer keep up. It's what I call phenotypic flexibility when your cells can no longer adapt. I mean, think of kids, you know, young teenagers, at least back in my day, you know, we used to eat whatever we want and stay lean and still participate in our athletics, maybe not as efficiently as we needed to, but the reality is, is that we didn't grow up eating these prepackaged foods all the time or eating at Burger King and Taco Bell and McDonald's, um, all these fast food places that have food that is got a lot of preservatives and things in there and a lot of other chemicals uh, to keep it tasty, make you addicted to it. Uh, monosodium glutamate is an excitotoxin uh, to the palate, and so it makes your body want to crave it more. So looking for things that have toxins in there. But in general, I mean, that's that's what they do. They Over time, it causes your body to break down microscopically, leading to these health issues that we ultimately have to deal with. So Dr. Bentley makes a point about 94% of toxins find their way into your fat I have, tissue. I have some. Fat I, I tissue see them or in toxins? my fat cells. <laughs> I see them. No, that, exactly. That was... When they got, when they got there, too. That was startling and yeah, eye-opening. It is. And maybe we should have a podcast about fat, fat cells later on. I don't oh, really know. No. And every food that you eat and where, and where, where it ends went. up. Yeah, huh? yeah seriously. Okay, so I, I have one add-on. You know, I always have of an add-on. Okay, yeah. even though I will not say which place did this, but in a period of time, there was a fast food restaurant that actually did this. They were having a problem with the fryers. Fryers would... Uh, the oil would go all over their 
their buildings. The amount of expense to clean it up was costing them so much money that they added a chemical to the oil so that it wouldn't dilute out by raising its temperature. That doesn't sound healthy. No, because the ones I ate in that restaurant during those periods of time for about a six-year period of time, it will never leave your body. Awesome. Because your body can't heat up enough to be able to... To get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Scary. Very. Yep. So one of the other things that Dr. Bentley's responses made me think of, and this is may not even make it onto the podcast, but it reminded me of a story that a friend of mine about 15 years ago decided to do an experiment with a well-known mm, cake product that is yellow and filled with white filling, who shall remain nameless. <clears throat> and they decided to test to see how real it was in terms of food, like if they just let it sit in the package for years, forever. Yep. And it got on a pretty regular cycle of two years, it would be hard as a rock. And then the next two years, it would be soft, like you could eat it again. <laughs> and they had it on the top of the refrigerator for at least 15 years. And they monitored the, and it, it looked, and exactly, it looked the exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think a lot of people know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Because there actually was a, some study of it that they it never goes away. Right. Yeah. You'd think a landfills are filled with, starts with a T. <laughs> Ends with Winky. <laughs> anyway. Okay, we'll cut that part and going on to phenotypical changes in the body. <laughs> or maybe we should just end it right there. No, oh, I don't okay. think we should, and yeah. I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I good, don't know. I hope you have a better story I, than my story. That's probably a really story. good one. I'm trying to work out of that story. Uh, <laughs> but I think what people don't realize is that most of the time they're sold a lifestyle. They're not sold food. They're sold an image, right. a perspective, an ease, all these other types of things that kind of works with the emotional side of the body and unfortunately then cost you sometimes for the rest of your life. And I think people have to start realizing that when you are enticed by an advertisement to do something, to try something, the first question is, is that going to be good or is it not going to be good? And if it's not, don't let money and advertising ruin your life because mm -hmm. I think it is. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think Ryan makes a good point both on podcast and off podcast when yeah. you talk to him about these topics about it's, it's all about it's all about choice. It's all about choice. And it's 60 some percent of the disease processes. I mean, or more. I mean, it's it's frightening. And, and again, if most of us think about it, we do it because of what? It's easy. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's supposedly cheaper. Tastes good. Do you know how much it cost you the last <laughs> 20, 30 years of trying to take care of yourself because of exactly what you did the first 30 years because you're worried about your taste buds and your budget? Yeah. Pretty dangerous. True. Well, and that's why we're going to spend a couple more podcast episodes talking about 37. Things. 37 <laughs> podcasts. On. 34. Okay, well, not okay, as no, many really as I like thought. three, but Yeah, a but few I love more. it. I yeah, love it. Good topics I mean, up. It was good. It was good. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 